Welcome to FEPS Talks, a podcast series of the Foundation for European Progressive Studies. Find out more about us on feps-europe.eu. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of FEPS Talks podcast. My name is Maria Freitas, and I'm FEPS Senior Policy Advisor, and I'm very happy to welcome to today's conversation, Mara Oldenburg. Welcome, Mara, to FEPS Talks podcast. So, Mara, she's working and representing here in our conversation, Germany's Youth Participation Center, and she's also a psychologist. Now, Mara, first and foremost, of course, welcome to FEPS Talks conversation on Vote 16 and youth political participation. It's a pleasure to welcome you. And I would like you to convey, you know, to our listeners What is a daily work in the Germany's Youth Participation Center? And what do you actually do to empower young people in politics? Thank you very much, Maria. It's a pleasure to be here and to speak about youth participation. Yes, I'm Mara Olenburg. It sounded as if I'm a full-time board member of this NGO, Servestell Jugendbeteiligung, which translates best to Youth Participation Resource Center. But actually, first and foremost, I'm a psychologist and I'm currently preparing to train to become a psychotherapist. And I volunteer for the Resource Center as a board member. We are a rather small NGO based in Berlin. And we have currently around 12 people working in the office in different projects. And we have seven volunteer board members and more people who are somehow connected and work with us. So at the moment, a day in the office is mostly about our three projects we have. So there is the project Mission Inclusion. It's a network educating about barriers of participation and how to tackle them. And then we have a project in school. It educates students about their rights in a democracy, that their voice and opinion is needed, and they get a small budget and they have to decide together about what to do with this budget so that all in the school can profit from it. And then we also have a project in a quarter in Berlin where young people um, can do projects to shape their own surrounding. So yeah, I guess that more or less what is currently taking place in our office and of course we speak to young people and we speak to organizations who work with us and authorities municipalities we advise them on how to implement youth participation yeah try to make this a big topic in everyday politics well this is uh, no small uh, feat i would say mara quite the contrary um, it's really exciting, um, you know, the threefold dimension that Germany's youth participation is working on, mission inclusion, participatory budgeting, and others in Berlin. Mm -hmm. So this is really exciting. Well, a brief word as well um, about what FEPS has been pursuing with regards to the topic of young people and engagement uh, in politics is, of course, the Millennial Dialogue study, the Millennial Dialogue on Europe, which you can easily find in the FEPS website. Uh, so here also inviting our listeners to have a look at that. And actually, one of the recommendations that also came from this study, and this was uh, as well the voice of youth conveying that, was Vote 16. Now here, uh, Mara, do you think this is, uh, let's say, an idea that could bring about a greater participation of young people in politics? We always hear, uh, you know, this story about young people being apathetic, not engaged, not appearing mm -hmm. to the ballot boxes. Mm -hmm. um, so here I was just wondering, what are your thoughts on Vote 16? First of all, 
I think young people are not apathetic politically at all. They just engage differently in our society these days. We have a lot of young people asking our NGO how they can participate. And they just engage more in informal politics, we call it. So I think formal politics these days is really not attractive for young people because it takes a lot of time, it takes money, and it's often really frustrating. And I think lowering the voting age could be a good way um, to make it more attractive because quite often politics is only made for the people who vote. And with more younger people being allowed to vote, I hope that their topics would be represented better. It's also a great motivation for young people to be politically active. We call it the promotion of self-efficacy. If you can experience that you can shape your surrounding, you're way more likely to do that in the future as well and engage more in politics. On the other hand, I mean, if I looked it up, it's only about 1.5 million more people between the age of 16 to 18 who would get the right to vote. That's not really much compared to the other 62 million in Germany that are currently allowed to vote. So I think it's really necessary for a change, but it's not enough. We also need proper education or yeah, they need proper education about their rights, where to get information. With 16, most or most are still students in school and school is like the only place where you can reach them all. So political education in school has to be more hands-on and preparing for election is an awesome way to learn about democracy and be more active in it. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Mara. Uh, I couldn't agree more, of course. And, you know, you're in Germany now presently. Um, mm -hmm. So you would also be very curious uh, whether you could uh, further elaborate on your own country perspective, especially with regards to, you know, last national elections. Mm -hmm. um, did young people really take part? Uh, was there, you know, an engagement to drive? Um, what were the political stakes uh, at play uh, back then? I think I can answer this question best from a very personal point of view. I was 23 at the time, um, which still counts as young, I think. Um, of course, of course. <laughs> it was my first time to vote, but still. And the issue at stake, I remember very well, was that it was the first time for the AFD, a right-wing party, to get into the German parliament. And there were many initiatives, many of them initiated and organized by young people to educate about um, the AFD and how to prevent them um, from getting into parliament. And the voter turnout um, of the younger generation was still really low. And what I remember is that I myself had a really hard time on deciding which party to vote because I didn't feel represented in um, the topics that were discussed. Um, I didn't feel represented by the politicians that ran for parliament. And I know that many of my friends felt the same way. So having the ability to vote is for sure not enough to really be um, motivated to vote. I think that's a good lesson from that. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Amara, for sharing your, your own personal experience. I also uh, believe um, it says a lot with regards to, you know, the so-called grand coalition fatigue um, in Germany, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and here I, I do understand your own personal 
uh, motivations, um, you know, with regards to keeping AFD uh, at bay. But, uh, you know, one of the questions that we as progressives, we also ask ourselves with regards to the youth vote to gain the hearts and minds Mm -hmm. of young people, millennials and Gen Z alike, is most definitely uh, environmental issues. something, uh, of course, that we've been seeing uh, not only in Europe, but all around the world as how young people are making marches every Friday to raise the importance of the topic of environmental uh, crisis uh, with regards to, uh, you know, political and world uh, leaders. How about the Greens uh, in Germany? Mm-hmm. With regards to this topic, uh, they are perceived as being, you know, the answer uh, to this issue with regards to uh, young people. How can actually, for instance, SPD compete uh, against this? I mean, I'm not a political scientist. I'm a practitioner working with young people for an independent NGO. So I can't really give advice on which topics to tackle next. But please, SPD, if you're listening to this, um, connect to a broader audience of young people and ask them I think that's the really most important thing. Parties today often wonder why young people don't come to them, why they they don't engage with them. And I think it should be the other way around. Parties should think more about how they can get to the young people. And a key factor to this is for sure communication using social media, for example, honestly asking for young opinions and translating it into actions. What we often experience in our work is that, for example, organizations want more youth participation. So they ask young people what they want, but they don't act on it. So Mm -hmm. asking honestly and then acting on it is really important because young people are experts on their lives, on their surroundings and should be asked what they need. Thank you, Mara, indeed. The fact is that when young people are, uh, you know, wanting to participate in politics, it should also then be the work of political parties to listen, to engage, Mm -hmm. and not uh, be expecting, you know, the other way around of, you know, young people knocking at their doors and asking for a seat at the table. So here I do appreciate um, your perspective. And I think it's uh, an important recommendation for progressive political parties uh, to take on board. And other than that, it all sums down very much to authenticity. So I also think that this is an important take of our conversation of today. And now uh, when we move from uh, Germany to Europe, we are also now at the stages of preparation and launch of the Future of Europe conference. So a very big exercise of, you know, consulting Europe citizens on the future perspectives of the European project. And here, many political leaders have been uh, calling for the need of youth agoras to raise the youth voice. I'm also just wondering then, what would be your perspective uh, with regards to the possibility of voting at 16 for the next European elections? I know that for my own personal view, it would be something quite exciting. And uh, Belgium actually was the most recent country to pursue this uh, route. So do you think that maybe other countries will follow? Do you think that, you know, there's a political willingness to give the step in Germany, uh, be it at the national level? ahead of the next uh, national elections in 2021 and looking further down the road to the next European elections, 
would this be a possibility, Mara? Well, thank you, Belgium, for proposing this. It's great that they brought it into a public discussion because that's what we really need to motivate more countries to follow. And I think it is possible in Germany. Um, it has been discussed for a while now, not really in public, unfortunately, but a, a few parties are for sure supporting it. And um, yeah, I really hope they can achieve this. And I think the EU election would be the perfect place to promote it because they want to look forward. They want to engage young people. They want to motivate young people for Europe and they really need it. Um, so why not motivate them by allowing young people to vote? Well, let's look forward to that perspective then. <laughs> Mara, thank you so much uh, for having uh, joined this uh, FEPS Talks uh, podcast, a conversation about young people engagement in politics, about the possibilities of voting at 16 and much more, and how to actually empower young people to have a seat at the decision-making table. Now, Mara, before we say goodbye to our listeners, uh, I would warmly invite you, you know, to encapsulate your message um, for Europe's political leaders ahead of the future of Europe debate and why they should engage young people in the process. Well, l let me think. So that's a really good message. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have your time. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, youth participation in politics is really important because of three aspects. First one is we are legally bound. Our democracy is based on the participation of citizens and adolescents and children need other possibilities to engage as, for example, they are not allowed to vote, which is an instrument um, that's quite important in democracy. Then second, Democrats are not born. Um, they need education. They need to learn about the rights and their duties and the possibilities to participate And only through active participation, they can learn about human rights, about citizenship and democracy and how to participate in politics. And um, I think participation of young people makes things, makes projects better. They are experts on their needs um, and those need to be taken seriously and need to be implemented. And often they are a bit more unconventional and daring. They don't stick to all the rules, which can be really refreshing. Okay, this, this is wonderful. With those three encapsulating messages, it's time to say goodbye to our listeners. Thank you very much, uh, Mara, for uh, having joined this adventure, for raising the voice of young people in this conversation and the need to actively involve them um, in every aspect of politics and also uh, in the forthcoming Future of Europe conference. So thank you very much, Mara, and Thanks. see you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for your attention. If you found our conversation interesting, do not hesitate to share it on social media with the hashtag Talks. More is yet to come. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.